Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the dark diplomat, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Trumpet, trumpet, and more trumpet. We just can't get enough of it. And now you know why we started the World Trumpet Federation. Just three guys trying to make the world a better place with trumpets. The WTF is home to the Open Bell podcast and all sorts of other goodies to make your trumpeting life better. You have questions? We have answers. Want to know how Brian gets his valves to be so loud? We got you. Want to stop all the hyperbole and get to the facts? We got you. And yes, we know it's hyperbole. And yes, you know that it drives Joey insane. Want to view the world through Tartel logic? Well, we've got you. And want to join the fight against the 7C? Well, now you're talking. Go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com to get the answers to life's great trumpeting questions. And by the Backwoods Bandroom Podcast, an exciting new podcast by Pennsylvania music educator Lance Jones that is aimed at helping smaller, more rural band programs across the country. Lance is a seasoned music educator who grew up in rural Pennsylvania and now teaches in that very same school system, making a difference in the lives of students each and every day. He's got suggestions about repertoire, managing instrumentation challenges, dealing with post-COVID music making, and lots, lots more. If you're a public school teacher, the Backwoods Bandroom podcast presents some great opportunities for you to connect, network, and learn from someone who has devoted his entire life to making sure that his community and its children benefit from a thriving, enriching arts program. You can hear the Backwoods Bandroom podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to demand, deconstruct, and do deep dives on information that we believe is divisive to diverse trumpet dioramas. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Danny Boy Gosling. <laughs> Oh, Danny, Danny boy. boy. If you listen closely, you'll hear the pipes or pipes are calling from Glen to Glen and down the mountainside. And if you cross the stream before us and the angels meet you on the shore, they will be, in fact, holding Chop Saver. <laughs> but no need to wait. Holy Get on over to ChopSaver.com and get yours today. Tis you, tis you must go, and I must. Oh, hey, Brian. <laughs> That was a long oh, way a, to go for that one. Very long way to go. To get there. That trip was worth it. That You're was welcome. worth it. You're so welcome. Man, Dan is going to be uh, so happy. Oh, Brian's crying. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so the question is how to get really fast stuff on the cornet. And I want to tell you on that. On the cornet. On the cornet, of course. Okay. You guys don't play fast stuff. Look at Bill. He's marked at 150. What's that? That's not actually marked 145. 145. That's right. Honest, it's one yeah, more than the Hummel. The right. Hummel. The Hummel. 144. Right. One more than that. One more. That's an adagio in brass banding. He's not wrong. Yeah. So so how do you get fast? Like faster than you can actually play. You literally have to play faster than you can play. You have to expose the muscles and the brain to the speed that's required. It's important right. to do that. You right. can't get there by practicing slowly, but you have to practice slowly. But at some point, the pathways that you develop will be too long for you to play fast enough. And so this is research. This is science. Believe the science. Put on your mask. <laughs> and, it's hard to play with a mask on just so you know yeah, yeah. um and so so you know this comes up because the brass band test piece this this year is marked at 170 um which for tuba players can be you know kind That's of a challenge 26 26 more than the hummel. 26 more than the hummel yeah <laughs> depends on who's playing the hummel no it doesn't <laughs> I've heard it pretty fast. Um, I've heard it both so, so there, there, there are some things you do, and I'll, I'll make sure that this goes up on the, um, on the website. But a friend of mine, um, a violinist, actually was teaching, um, teaching my daughter a violin lesson, and I heard her talking about something called half-fast practice. And I thought, did she just say what I think yeah, she said? Doctor yeah. Belk does a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's the way he practices all the time. I, I think that was his term, in fact. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so I just wrote out what she what she said, but it's in a group of four notes, 
half of the notes are fast. Half of the notes are slow, as slow as you need them to be to line up the two notes to play as fast as you possibly can. And then you do a bunch of inversions of the rhythm. So this is a very a significant variations on the old deem da dum da dum and da 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 when you practice fast things. Mm -hmm. um, so if you combine that with Jason Solomon's idea of fast practice, which he has outlined on his on in a in a YouTube video, you can get um, your brain and fingers to go faster than you're actually capable of going by exposing everything to super fast playing. Sure. I want to object to the term. You can literally play faster than you are able. If you are, <laughs> if you do that, then you are now able. What you're talking about is increasing the speed at which you can play. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Comfortably play because right. you know, it actually, we apply this to your, um, to the thing, Joey. Yeah. Especially in the triple tonguing, right? So, what what tempo do you remember? What tempo we were doing at the retreat last summer on uh, Clark Clark number one? I was I was younger then. Um, <laughs> we were younger then. Uh, one twenty, maybe? No, no, we were much slower than that. We were not even close to one ten. We were like a hundred, hundred and four, maybe. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what did you do this morning when you did the thing? Do you remember? Uh, I think I was up near one twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So 118 this morning, right? Yeah, and that's and it's that's like the third or fourth day I've I've been at 118. But two weeks ago I was at 117, couldn't play it. This right. morning because that's, that's not a real tempo. Could, <laughs> triple tonguing at 118, like, like 145. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no odd numbers. Wow, that's not okay. No well, odd numbers. Obviously, you never play movie scores, right? Mm. Because yeah. if you're if you're tracked to make sure it lines up with stuff there, I have seen stuff like, yeah, one hundred one point five. Oh come you know, on! Oh yes, one hundred four point seven. Yes, <laughs> not kidding. And the click track comes through your through yeah, your, your right, phones the click at that. Tracks going, yeah. yeah, sure. So anyway, so we'll we'll put this on the on the website. But you can play fast stuff. You have to practice it slowly, but you can play fast stuff if you practice fast enough. Absolutely. I mean, the idea. It, and you've heard us say things like this. Yes, you should practice slowly to gain that technique. And that's absolutely true as well. Both of these things are true. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. But the idea of if you want to practice faster, that you're somehow you should never go beyond what's comfortable. Well, of course, that's ludicrous. How else are you going to get yes. better? You want to go past that. But then how do you go past that in like Jason has said in short spurts? Yeah. Which is really, really, really good. But then, of course, in the idea of, well, just give me part of it. Like what you're talking about. Yeah. Give me give me the a four sixteenths. Give me the first two. You know, or the middle right. two or the right. last two. Right. Absolutely. Of building those different patterns so that you actually can one, conceive of it, but then two, execute it. Yep. Because if you're looking at a line of, you know, sixteen sixteenth notes and thinking I gotta go back No shot. Hmm. Bill didn't understand what you just said there. Right. No. But if you're going to say, oh, well, yeah, now we got something. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that that's a great way to go at it. But it's not at the exclusion of slow practice. It's right. in addition to, in addition both to. Of those things. Right. Yep. You want okay. both of those things going at the same yeah. time. Feel Attack better about from that. all directions. Feel yeah. better about that. <laughs> got to do the slow practice. Absolutely. Well, yeah, the slow practice Word. is what actually builds the technique into habit. Yes. And that's what you want. And yeah, you can keep increasing, 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 but when you, there's a place where you're going to feel like you hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. If your technique is bad or your fingers are straight up and straight down for each stroke of the, the valve, mm -hmm. right? You're doubling the distance your fingers have to travel to make the valve go down. Yeah. So if you have faulty technique, it's not going to help. And that's where the slow practice can help yep. you really dial that in so that your technique is fundamentally sound. And then, boy, then how do you get past that? wow, this is just so fast. My fingers don't move that fast yet. Here's a way to go at it. That's, yeah, that's excellent right. stuff. Absolutely. Hmm. I'm with you. All right. Especially on the cornet, of course. Well, yeah, That's course not the, just on the cornet. None of this would apply to the trumpet. <laughs> none of all. it. No, it doesn't work on no. the trumpet. Or you euphonium. <laughs> no. Wow. It's a bloody euphonium. Euphonium, right out. Right out. <laughs> it's right out. All right, Joey, what do you have? Well, gentlemen, it's that time of year. It's time to start thinking about spring break. Oh, it's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Now, practicing for those on, the of beach. Us, uh, on the on the academic calendar, as the three of us are, this is the time in that second semester. Because I will tell you, the longest haul of the school year for me is when we come back from the winter break, 
and there is no break until spring break. <laughs> but then we get a week off, like a lot of places. We take a full week here. What are you guys doing for spring break? You got plans? Uh, yes. Yeah, but I don't want to tell you what they are. Well, that hurts. His well, no, his plans are wagging, wearing wagon. turtleneck and wagging. <laughs> wagging uh, for see, spring break. See, this year, On both ends. Oh, my. I've had a very busy, I, I, I've been very happy with how busy things have been. Yeah. You know, uh, we've, uh, you know, I, I got to go to Western Kentucky. I've been playing, I played with the St. Louis Symphony a couple of times. Uh, I'm going out to do a, a concert down in Lexington to honor Vince DiMartino. And we have, our, we've had our, our tour down to New, New Mexico for Trumpet Week. Mm-hmm. I'm taking some time, boys. It's time for a couple of days off. Oh. I mean, I'm practicing and stuff, but it's time for some serious couch time. I think it's time to hang out, wow. watch some movies, catch up on some TV, take a real break. I'm going to put the break in spring break. Yeah. What about getting on the bike? I need to get on the bike. It's been, yeah, it's been a bad winter and icy, and I dropped a table on my foot, which put me out for a couple <laughs> of weeks. So That's yeah. a terrible idea. That was a bad move on my part. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Going to get, so yeah, you're get ready back to do on some, the bike. Uh, couch yeah. surfing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think, and this is one of those times that, you know, we talk a lot about making sure you're busy and keeping your practice and doing all that kind of stuff. There's a time for a break, and I'm taking it. Brian, yeah. what are you doing for spring break? I'm actually taking Kate up to um, New Hampshire. We're going to visit my parents for a couple of days. There's a break in spring break. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm taking the instruments, I'm taking the camera. Um, oh, yeah. I'll be practicing. Taking the yeah. podcast equipment. Yeah. Right. So we get back. Well, I, I'm I'm coming back to spring break from tour. Really? Oh, yours is early. Yeah. Wow. That's really early. Yeah. So how tour. how long do you have before yours, Joey? I, I have one week. We're There's back for a full week. week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back oh, for a week. Get and back. Then. Yeah. Oh, full wow. week and then spring break. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. No. We're gonna we'll beat you to the end. And I'm yeah. squeezing in the the trip up to New Hampshire between the two rehearsals for ABB, of course. Oh, that's right. We can, boy, we got to get down to Huntsville. Yeah. Yes. Got to get to Huntsville. I really want to be there for that. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to admit it, but the band is actually working really hard and sounding good. Why would you why hate you to admit hate that to, your band yeah, is working and sounding good? That's a good I, thing. I hate to admit that we're sounding good. I don't want any, thankfully none of them listen except Paige and she knows she sounds good. Nobody well, else listens. And so it's safe I mean, to. It's Paige. She's the second best bumper up that band's ever had. Bonnie, Bonnie and Luke <laughs> listen too. They play. <laughs> they play well too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Make sure yeah. Huntsville get that Nava thing. I want to check that out. Yeah, All right, Bill. Band, what do you What do you got for us tonight? Well, I'm just curious. You know, we we talked about tour on, on the last episode, and of course, this one is going to drop while we're on tour. If I'm, am I doing the math right on that? No. That we'll, we'll no. Our tour back. was our tour was last week. Oh, right. Right <laughs> out. <laughs> so my question is this: They'll still hop over from tour. We're, we're just home from tour. We just got back from tour. You're on Welcome break. home, yeah. uh, and I'm on spring break. So, are you nervous at all about making sure you get everything right for tour? Not shopping music-wise, but like the gear, packing the stuff, taking what you need. <laughs> it's been a minute. Well, maybe this is just uh, maybe this is just my history here, but I've spent a lot of time on the road. Right. I know how to pack. Yeah. So I, I know this is going to be shocking. No. I've got a system. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I've gone to the six horn thing and the two guard bags. Of course you have a system. Oh my I, God. I feel like I have a system too, but it's like, it's just been, it's been a while since we've been out on the, on the TM. It's you know, true. I, yeah. The, the TM tour is, is that's going to be huge. Well, I'm, since you guys decided not to bring your bikes on the tour, I'm a little depressed about it. We can yeah. rent some bikes. We'll rent bikes. We can Joey rent wants to bikes. rent e-bikes in Albuquerque. Gonna, I would be I would be up for doing we're, that. We're gonna do the e-bike breaking bad tour. <laughs> that I would be love great. this idea. Right? Great. This is a okay. great idea. Because we did the breaking bad tour last time we were there. Yes. But we didn't do it on e-bikes. Right. You I think Joey I think Joey was working that day. Oh. Yeah, That's the day I worked with the jazz pants. <laughs> yeah, we didn't you have to guys do that. Did that and I was working. Oh, that's Bryn right. took us all around yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah. We saw three and a half hours. And Spectacular. Yeah. No, I was doing the I was working totally with the jazz pants. Yeah. yeah, you were thanks doing for, it wrong. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> totally. Well, that's okay. That's going to happen on this trip. 
So I think all right. there's a conducting class that needs to be taught that I'm going to do. And yes, there you're is. Not gonna oh, have I'm to coming work. to that. There we go. <laughs> We're taking pictures. I'll be asking questions <laughs> about how pick how to pick your turtlenecks. And did you guys not like the picture I sent you last week of the conductor who has, uh, but he's got a baton case and then a case for his for baton yes. case. Yeah, <laughs> that was no. awesome. And I keep telling you, and I'll prove it. I do not have a baton case i keep them in my i have a you place for them in my trumpet case because you just hide it from us no <laughs> i am gonna have, just have them in my trumpet case that's where i keep them you're yep. bringing your batons on tour he's teaching well, conducting. i have to I teach a conducting to. class oh i don't like this at all <laughs> yeah all right how in your system how many turtlenecks are you packing for this trip <laughs> That's the question. None, because I'm not official. Well, okay, one. But I'm <laughs> there not it is. There it is. Well, it's the one I sleep in. But <laughs> the turtlenecking. It's a turtleneck pajamas. It's a onesie. <laughs> a turtleneck onesie. Oh my god! For the budding conductors, I love this idea. Yeah. The conductor yeah, who sleeps. Um, yeah, no, no turtlenecks on this trip. Wow. I'm holding you too. Did, did you look at the weather while we're out there? I did. They don't know the weather yet. No, they they're predicting. It's they, really they cold when we get there. Seventeen. Is it really? And then it's going to be fine. The rest and the back end of the week's going to be in the seventies. Seventies. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be gonna nice. Be, it's going to be nice. That'll be just perfect for e-bikes. Yeah. It'll exactly. Nice. Totally. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. It'll be great. All right, boys. Listen. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this one. It's time for the open bell mailbag. Oh yes, it is time because oh, we've man. gotten some we've gotten some emails, and I think it's time to answer. Karen's right. finally shifted sifted through them enough to yeah, get them to us. Jeez, it's, it's I don't even want to get time. into that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, first of all. All right, here's a go. Email number one. First of all, thanks for an amazing podcast. It has become the highlight of my week. Whenever I need to pick me up, I just revisit episodes and enjoy being uplifted by your insightful takes on trumpet and life, your humor, and the authentic camaraderie that is missing in today's isolated digital culture. That's all faked. Now my question. The compression reading I'm getting on my compression training system seems to go through the roof <laughs> when I switch to my 7C. you do you have any advice for me? I'm in the gym twice a week doing curls, but I think the issue might be a lack of tongue arch. Anyway, thanks for the insight. Scott from Northern Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go right in on this. Um, you're doing it wrong in every possible way. Checked <laughs> every wrong box. Every wrong way. Oh, my gosh. The 7C, the compression reading. But Come at least on. he's lifting weights. But at least he's working out. On yeah, that's so good. Using Lots the of arm, curls. Armstrong yeah. method. <laughs> All right. Hey, email two. Hello, boys. So after telling my husband that Joey is trending on TikTok, he asked if that makes him an influencer. Great question. Your thoughts. Loved the game today, Bill. Congrats on winning, Brian. Uh, this is uh, Judy <laughs> from San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, now, for those that don't know, like a lot of people claim they're our biggest fan, but Joey's mom is actually doesn't miss anything. Uh, I think it's clear she's our biggest fan. She's, she's awesome. definitely our biggest yes. fan. Now, yeah. you might think that it's just because I'm on this podcast, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not. It's Bill. It's Brian, and it's me. Probably. Uh, in in that, in that order, order. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely in that order. <laughs> but uh, uh, as definitely in, our favorite fan. Well, uh, I did, uh, of course, have, have since uh, you know called her Dame Judy, which I think right. she kind of likes. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> well, let's be clear: the video that uh, that was that I was featured in, mm -hmm. I did not put up. This was not my video. Right. I just happened to be in a video that Marcus Grant put up. You oh, right. Marcus, our right, friend yeah, of ours, yeah, right. right? To be clear, right, yeah. So if anyone is an influencer, it would be Marcus, not me. He is. Right. Right? But and he's doing were, a lot he's doing a lot of good work online. You were the topic of the video and you so That's true. You were trending. Marcus was he was trending. I was just in the video. You're TikTok famous. I am not TikTok famous. <laughs> but I will say when I was at Western Kentucky and mentioned <laughs> You know, the online presence and these things. And one of my students had a video up. I watched three kids in the room went, oh, you're the guy in that video. <laughs> <laughs> and then they realized. <laughs> TikTok trumpet famous. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there you go. That's it. 
Finally. All right, cool. Email three. Uh, this email was in two parts. By the way, Karen and I had a long argument over whether this was, in fact, two emails or one, and I'm happy to say that I won the argument. By the way, I, I gave her a raise, so I hope that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. We have enough money floating around this thing. But uh, along with that, have you guys noticed that the chop saver supply and storage seems a little low? I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I, I was looking for the, the, some of the SPF we had back there, and yeah. I swear there was an extra box, and it's not there anymore. No, I think she's selling the stuff on the dark web. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's her side sure. hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Did you And did you notice the new paint job on her Honda Odyssey? <laughs> it does look nice. It does look nice. But flame, that shimmery. come on. I, well, yeah, yeah, come on. The, you, you want that. So. You know. yeah. Anyway, long e- this is a long email about mouthpiece stuff, which we're happy to answer, but then this message takes an unexpected turn. Right. Uh, and it says, when will you be doing a full episode of devoted to the cornet like you did for the piccolo trumpet? Yeah. And from our friend Maximo. Yeah. Maximino. Oh, sorry. Maximino. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I just can't see it happening. I've been asking this question since day one. <laughs> well, which is why we're ignoring it. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, is there enough there? Of course. I don't think so. <laughs> I just always get outvoted. Well, I mean, right. I mean, isn't it just like playing right. trumpet, but, you know, with a different mouthpiece? I mean, that's all it is, right? I think it's playing, like playing trumpet, trumpet, but better. With a it's different just, attitude is it's what It's like I playing trumpet, is. but easier, right? But looking down yeah. your nose at the trumpet. <laughs> well, Brian just said it only takes a year to do a master's degree on the cornet. That's right. Right. Right? It he takes at least two to get a master's on, 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 on the, the trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. So the trumpet is at least twice as hard. And, I just don't. I don't know, Twice Brian. Is good. I mean, what would we put in this episode? Everything. Like the, the piccolo has the right there. There are certain challenges there with intonation and picking a horn and all that. What, what would this be? What does it look like to you? A seating numbering system. You mean we get to do a new one? <laughs> this is all about the cornet. I don't yeah. see the problem with the numbering system. Top Me either. Man, rep, bumper up. Third, okay. fourth, fifth third, man. Third man. Third, we've covered, third we've man covered down. this a little bit. Fourth man down. The first number in a numbering system is three. Right. That doesn't make any and? sense. How is one not the first number used when you're numbering things? Well, orchestras do it saying. too, right? Your principal. Right? Your your principal trumpet. And then the next guy plays second. Okay. But then you I'm have... Saying. Oh, I'm not saying orchestras are better, because then they go to associate principal, which usually isn't second. Right. Right. It's usually See? fourth. And then, and then, no, well, third, and then there's uh, utility maybe. that's often fourth. Oh, fourth. Yeah, they didn't right. even number not, that one. That's yeah. not good either. I'm not saying that's better. <laughs> right. And fifth, right out. <laughs> right out. <laughs> but this is why jazz bands do this right. What do you play? I play first trumpet. I play I second know. trumpet. Play I play lead. third trumpet. I think you play lead. You play lead, ride, or section. But it usually says on the part, first. The book says first. I don't know. Second third fourth and fifth now it makes total sense maybe no. a numbering maybe an episode on the numbering systems would be better than the cornet i maybe. like this idea but the the first in the in our row the solo row the the parts are not numbered it says solo it does say solo right That's but here's right. your problem it's One, not two, a solo four. part though <laughs> The solo part isn't literally a solo part, and then it's the first part. So the first part isn't even the first part. It's the second part because right. the solo part is actually the first part. It's so wrong. I don't even know where to begin with you people. It's literally not the first part. Right. <laughs> That's correct. I love this. <laughs> it's a great uh, email. This warrants, Perfect. This warrants an episode. I think we might need to do it. All right. Maximino, I think you I think you've you've hit on us. something. You've inspired us to go completely away from your idea and do something we actually want to do. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. All right. Email number four. This might be the shortest email that we've ever received here at the at the World Trumpet Federation. Here goes. Email number four. Give the people what they want. Uncensored open bell podcast <laughs> from Jeff Icka in California. Ah, uh, Jeff Icka. Jeff Icka. Uh, and listen, <laughs> we, we understand that there may be people thinking, listen, these seem like nice guys. They keep it clean. They think about the children. Right. But I've seen these guys. 
Mm-hmm. And they're not nearly this nice, except Brian. <laughs> he actually is actually this actually, nice. He's the nice I guy. I know what happens behind last, closed last doors, and I want to hear what goes on behind closed doors. <laughs> and but, what we're here to tell you is, no, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not what we do. If you but wanna, actually, if you want to know what happens behind closed doors, come hang with us behind closed doors. No offense to you personally, Brian. <laughs> right. But then we Brian are won't always be there. up when we're out I on the road and we're and we're out and about. We love to go hang. And right. we'll happily chat with you there. And like we said, we actually thought about taking the gear, right, and doing the podcast from the road. Yes, yeah. we did think about that. And then we realized we would not be able to use any of it. Correct. <laughs> it would be, yeah, there's no possible way we could do that. It's well, good that Bill's hand, on a break after we get back from this I'm because gonna, you have to wash your mouth out. I'm going to need it. Exactly. Detox now, the system. Yeah. So, but what's really interesting here is that our friend Jeffica, um, assumes that there are other things going on behind the scenes that aren't getting published like what how does she think we're behaving you know like does she think there's a lot of outtakes or what she knows you pretty well oh that's true (laughs) yeah it'd be her clue yeah and as i said to her you know the two of us we're grizzled veterans we can take this jeffica's a grizzled veteran jeffica that's right as am i yeah but we do have to think of the children yeah that's right yeah. So to that end, this is what you get. Two of our six listeners might get offended. Right. Although she seems pretty adamant about this. No, I think she is offended. She's offended by not being offended. <laughs> <laughs> She's offended that we can't offend anyone. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure we've offended people. Oh, well, we're working we hard to. <laughs> yeah. In the past two weeks, Joey, you personally have offended several people. Excellent. With your wordle games. I never mentioned that game by name on this podcast mm-hmm. nope not Never even happened. once not even once it's right out it's right, <laughs> you're right out and then you're out yeah all right boys time for a couple things time is our most important commodity how we spend it we should be intentional and thoughtful And having an awareness about how we spend our time and what goals we have for ourselves is really, really important. So this episode is devoted to being something we like to call creatively productive. In other words, let's come up with some things to do and figure out how we're going to use our time to get them done. So what you're saying, it Mm -hmm. sounds like a great idea. Sounds like in spirit. Yeah, I know that uh, as a student and as a teacher, I have uh, encountered the same idea which is oh so what i'm supposed to do is lock myself in a practice room for a certain amount of hours and do these exercises in this way and then i'm going to be good and get a job which has never been true (laughs) never it's literally never been true literally literally right when i say literally i mean literally yeah that's not how it works what has been true is that you need to be productive and if you are bored it is hard to be productive right if you're going through the motions you're not really being productive you're checking boxes Mm -hmm. you know i i know that there are teachers around the country that are not i'm not fans of that uh they're teaching lots of of young students and they bring them in and they're like all right here do this etude for this week they come back the next week and they kind of work through the etude. Then they have another etude. And I call them etude checkers. <laughs> They've got kind yeah. of a method they work through. And they're not really being productive or in any way creative with these students. They are doing it wrong. Yeah. So the uh, idea is what can you do? And that's what we're here to do today, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What, when was the last time? Is this an aside here? When was the last time you were bored? Bored? <laughs> I, really, I can't. Well, I I, I don't um, know. I, I, I can answer that, but it's... Oh, no. Yeah. But it professionally would not be wise. It would not be wise. There are certain... <laughs> there are certain meetings that I have to go oh, to. Oh, I, I should sometimes said, yeah. are, are long and don't have the point that they said they were going to have. Yeah, but aren't you creative about how you spend your time during those meetings, especially now that they're on Zoom? When they're on Zoom, yes. <laughs> yeah. When I'm in the room, 
I have been bored in university-wide right. meetings. But we are never bored in your meetings because of the, the play-by-play. Is <laughs> yes, it's awesome. <laughs> there may have been texts and Zoom meetings of me Maybe. updating you on what was happening. Right. Well, I should have said, I mean, yeah, we all get bored in things that we have to do, but when was the last time you were musically bored or professionally bored, like with trumpet in hand or while oh, you were doing music stuff? No, that's not a that's thing. That's not a thing. Not a thing. No. No, because no. even I will say one of the uh, one of the many things I get to do and I, I like doing is recording. And sometimes what we end up recording uh, are demos for publishers, which can be anywhere from professional level to middle school level band charts. Yeah. Now, even when doing the middle school band charts, I am playing the same game. For me, when I'm in a recording studio, I am playing a game, and my game is twofold. One. Can I get this as close to exactly how I would conceive of it the first time? Right. That's that's yeah. my game. But then the second part of that game is because I know, especially where I record, mostly up in Indianapolis, there are other places that are much more concerned with the clock. And in Indy, they're like, well, we'll read it a couple times, get it together. The other part of the game is I want to be happy with every note that comes out of my bell. Yeah. Uh, so that mm-hmm. if it's what it's the first take, and if I nail it, and they're like, "Yeah, well, we're going to need another one because of so or so or so or so or so," now there are times, especially if you're playing first trumpet, and uh, you're like, oh, "I have to do this again, but I got it right. Why do I have to do it? I played my part right." No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, going to do this again. Can I be happy with everything that leaves my belt? This is the game I'm playing, even in middle school band charts, and it's right. a really, really fun game to play because it's solitaire. Yeah. Because no one else is sitting there doing this with me. They're listening to the whole right. band or the whole section or the whole thing. In the, or, and I'm just going, I just want my part to do to fit in this and be exactly right. That's the game. And I, it's always a fun game to play. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter that it's easy, right? Quote, unquote, easy right. music. Right. Not technically or musically yeah. challenging in any way, but still... It's amazing how when it gets to that level, how mm-hmm. many times we have to do it over and over again, precisely because people go, oh, it's easy. I don't have to think about this at all. Boom. Sold in a hole. Make a mistake. Boom. You and know, this is, uh, what is this, Hal Leonard or uh, who are you recording for? We do a lot of Hal Leonard stuff, yeah. because yeah, I, I want to know where to go find these middle school stuff, that you, things that you've played on to hear double Cs. <laughs> I usually these. save those just for the last notes. Yeah. No matter what key we're in. Right. Yeah. Just Pop it Last note, double C with a kiss off. Right. Yeah. You know, tasteful. That's the middle productive. school concert band, you know, That's Christmas. You have about. sent us some some pictures of the middle school stuff, yeah. and some yeah. of it is high C's and high D's and things. You're like, this is supposed to be a middle school chart. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, like, what eighth grader is playing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. that broke his ring off of the lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, one, I think one of the ways to do this is to think about how all of us, how we might contribute to the discipline in some way. Mm-hmm. We all have things to say. Um, and this is, you know, go back to pandemic time here. And as we seem to be kind of climbing out of this thing, in fact, Gosh, uh, I hope so. quick, quick aside, um, local state university here in the area says they're going maskless after spring break. Wow. They're lifting the mask mandate after spring break. It's starting to happen in here in Indiana, too. And yeah. There's a lot of concern, as you might imagine. Is Sure. Is it well, time? Is it not time? And I'm not sure anybody really knows yet. And that's the hard part. It kind of struck me today that the timing of that's a little bit funny. Why don't you guys run out and just gather as much <laughs> as you can and then bring it back and then we're not going to wear masks. But, <laughs> you know, it seems a little odd now. But all that to say that even pandemic time, you know, I, I think like to think I was one of those people that said this is an amazing time, you know, the amount of time that we had without other things going on. I viewed that as an opportunity to be productive and to to take the things that I had been thinking of and actually go to work and get them done. Right. This is the first part of this. Like, we, we haven't even really started. We've just been talking. The first right. part of this, how to be creative, project-based. Think right. to yourself, what do I want to do? Right. And then you got to make that part of your day. What do I have to offer? Yeah. Right? What, what is it that I think I can contribute to the discipline? And then, yeah, and then you're right. Then you go about setting the goals. When when do you want it to be finished? How much are you going to do? How often? You know, and, and ultimately, what's it going to look like? Yeah. Um, I want it to be an example on how to recover from an injury. 
So I smashed my face. <laughs> right. So the first thing he did was <laughs> smash his face into the step, step one. Step one. And then call me from the ER to prove that you did it. Oh, from the ER. Yeah. I'm in trouble, Bill. However, Brian, if you think about it, you had actually started the face rebuilding project before that. I did. I started the summer before and then lost it all. Right. Yeah. And I actually now I just played through some of our trombone. Mindy. This is after we our tour, but I played through some of the music last week, this week. Um, and uh, boy, it's going to be it's going to be different for me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I think yeah, you, you have to have a goal. He just said he's not on his teeth. Did you hear it? I think. Yeah, I heard it. But what I'm curious about is, is it going to be as loud as it was in the past? I could hear him practicing today and I'm in Indiana. <laughs> It's approaching the same decibel level, oh, <laughs> and I haven't I haven't felt on my teeth in a while. Actually, it's oh, a little it's a little this, weird. This it's a little strange. I'm very wow. excited now. It's I'm really strange. gonna miss the comment though, because there were, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. There were rehearsals where we were like just getting started. We played like five minutes, and Brian turned to me and said, "I'm on my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I can't I'm do done. this anymore." We did six more hours. <laughs> of, right. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm excited. But I think have a plan, have a goal, have an idea. Even that project, when you decided, all right, I have the time, I'm going to go through this. And you were documenting, which you did too, right? The rebuild here. That is a creative, productive thing. Like you, every day, you just put yourself out there and did this because you knew that eventually that's going to help someone else going through. Yeah. Can you help somebody else through some of this? Right. And then, of course, it's informative for my students, right? It's informative for me as a teacher. Uh, it it impacts everything I do and my attitude about every everybody's playing and and everybody's practicing and mm-hmm. how people deal with change and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of mine um, is actually one of our grad students, Lance Jones, and actually one of the sponsors for today's episode is this Backwoods Band Room podcast that he started. Now, Lance is a public school teacher, and in fact, Joe, you're going to love this. I met Lance. Uh, I was conducting a uh, sixth grade band fest. See how you snuck in the turtlenecking right there? See what you did? You see what you did? And Lance was a student in in the band. Sixth grade. Sixth grader. Yeah. Wow. And was that was in in 1943. You've been doing this a long time. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You've been turtlenecking a long time. A long time. At any rate, uh, Lance and I stayed connected over the years and uh, ultimately came to Messiah to do his master's degree in conducting. We worked together and. Now he's back doing some more credits, but he is just prolific in the amount of information he puts out, and he's trying to help other people in small schools and rural schools and all that, and what kind of helped him land on this idea that he's got a ton of great ideas, and rather than trying to just publish articles, let's let's steer him toward the podcast thing. And man, check it out. He's done a great job with this thing, and he found a need, and he's making a real contribution. That's now, beautiful. It, it takes his time, but he's got all this professional creative energy, and he's just channeling it toward this thing which is great. That's fantastic. Perfect example of someone who's teaching full-time and has a family at home, but still has made this a priority to be productive in this way. Right. And we've talked about this before when it just comes to practice. But when you're when you're talking about being creatively productive, this is an investment. It's mm. an investment of yeah. time. And, and, it's, and it's important and you have to make it a priority. Right. So whatever that is going to be. And we like the idea of, you know, it's a project. So it can be anything. It can be playing. It can be writing. It can be you know teaching. It can be, you know, watching, viewing, listening. Whatever these things are, it's an investment, and it's an investment in time because it's an investment in yourself. You got to make it, and then you got to stick to it, and be consistent. Right. This can't be like you know, uh, fad dieting of like, all right, starting tomorrow, I'm no longer going to eat you know any red food, you know, and then like you wait three days and go, man, I am dying for a strawberry so and then you're out yeah it's it's just that's just ludicrous that's not what this is we're talking about making something important to you and and that's why you want to pick something that you want if you're talking about being creative and being productive you got to choose something that's important that you want to do because then you'll be driven to actually do it right i think back to when i first joined trombamundi and i saw that you know that the JC, I think, got a hold of me and said, here's what we're looking for. And I looked at the list of stuff and it was like, you know, writing and arranging. And I thought, well, I, I don't really, I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't contribute in that way. You know, but I thought, well, it'd be kind of cool if I did. Right. And then eventually had the time to say, no, I'm done not being able to do this. Like I should be able to do this. And then just started a little bit at a time. But Joey's idea of it being project based is great because it's like, I'm going to start with this one thing. I'm going to write us an opener. 
right? Right. And then from there, it was like, well, now maybe I'll do this, and now maybe I'll do that. And, of course, kind of branched out to where I'm writing a bunch of stuff now and different groups. But the project, setting the project out in front of you, identifying it, and, and setting that as a goal is a way to keep you moving toward it and get it done. See, I just wait for Brian to write something, and then I'll just write that. And then you well, redo it. He fixes it. <laughs> yeah, I'm an editor. What do you expect? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, but uh, to be fa- you know, to be fair, to be to fair, be fair. Uh, I'd never written for, for for any for the group either. What I had done in the past is transcribe things from other groups and think, oh, I could take that and kind of make that for trumpet, right? And right. so, but this went to eventually. Well, why not just write something? You know, why not take mm-hmm. something and go? Let's just write something for our for us. Like I know that we've got it, right? And so, like, well, what we're bringing out now, my latest arrangement. How do how have we not had an arrangement of Bugler's Holiday? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> how have we not? So yeah. what what I did is I thought here's the funny part is, I think Bugler's Holiday. It, I mean it is. It's just a polka. Of so course. Let's make it. Let's make it a real polka. And instead mm-hmm. of the fills, we're not going to have little band fills. It's a it's Bugler's Holiday. We'll have little bugle calls. Little bugle calls. Right. And then yeah. at the very very end, if you come and listen, come and hear us play. When they hit the last chord from the three soloists, the three accompanists, uh, accompanists play a little roll out the barrel, you know, because it's a polka. It's funny. It's cute. I thought, look, we should do this. It works. Yeah, <laughs> totally wait. works. I cannot wait to play bumper up on that chart. <laughs> <laughs> no, does that make you? No, you're not bumper up because he told me the number two person's in the back row. Oh, I'm rep on that. He's rep. See, but you're playing yeah. second. Yeah. So, but that yeah, means. Rep. That would mean you'd be playing the first part because then JC's has the solo part because that's got the, the first solo part. part, which actually is. I'm renumbering the entire thing and sending <laughs> it back out again. And I'm sending it back out. Yeah, yeah, that's what's well, going to happen. Look at how much though. Like, look at how much you're writing even for the podcast when you're doing the bumpers and things, and how quickly those come together now, right? Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, and you, that's the you thing invent where... a game, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not inventing games. These are actual games that people in America play. People in America play backboard bingo? Yes. Of course. I'm sorry about your childhood, but Brian. (laughs) Of course. We all played that. You have to talk to Dame Judy about that. There there were cards and everything. How does that work? There are no cards. (laughs) Where's my card? I have a card every week. It's outrageous behavior. But here we are, right? So we... You, you find a need for something or you think you want to make a contribution, right? So there's a creative need there. And then you do it. And then you just set the goal and do it. So people and, say, people would say, so, well, you have this creative outlet. You have Trombomundi. You guys invented Trombomundi. So so how, how do we invent something like that? How do we get a creative outlet that needs our talents? That's a great question. Great and the, question. First, the, the first question to ask yourself is, well, what do I want to do? <laughs> Not what is there. Because if we look back 15 years ago and say, well, what are we, well, what are we supposed to do? There were no trumpet ensembles in North America that were out there uh, commissioning new music, writing for themselves, and going out and touring every week, every year. There, that <laughs> right. didn't exist. And we thought, you know, it'd be cool. Like a trumpet ensemble would be cool. Let's do that. Right. And, and- listen, uh, I'm not saying we should take any credit for this, but there were zero. <laughs> there are a handful now. But only one of us is America's premier trumpet ensemble. That's exactly <laughs> right. And that's the record guide saying that. That's not, that's that's according, not us. That is according to an authority that I've never heard of until they said it. Exactly. Their words, not ours. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. matter. It's a publication that right. some, someone has read. That's right. That somewhere. we have read. That we saw it written. Actually, right. right. But America's the first question, it, it, you, you do not need to be limited by what already exists or by a format that has already been done. You want to be thinking, what do I want to do? Right. And I encourage you. So like, this is the thing that drives me a little bit crazy about higher ed, right? This word. Here it comes. Benchmarking. Oh, no. I know. If you Look, say assessment, I'm ending the entire podcast. No, no, no. We're just going to hit. We're just going to kill it right now. Okay. But you know this idea that, you know, like, well, we have this problem to solve, right? Let's see how other people are solving the problem. Okay, how about no? No. How about let's all put our heads together and creatively come up with a solution and lead the way right. on this? Right? This is, yeah, this is, uh, again, using other people to, to 
fix what you may think to be your problem. It's just a fundamentally bad idea. Yeah. Right. Be creative. Right. You want to think, but right. The first question is, what do you want to be doing? And then the second question is, okay, how would that happen? Right. What's the path to get there? And then you start building that. Exactly. So for Trump, Trump and Woody, for example, we're like, well, how would that work? Well, we're going to need some music. We're going to need some time. And we need to all get to the same place for a while. So then we did that. We're like, okay, mm -hmm. well, we've got, here's all the music. Let's carve out a week and let's meet at this place. Mm -hmm. And boom, there's our first CD. Yeah. And then you think, hey, maybe we could do this live. Maybe yeah. we could go on the road. Right. One Maybe thing we leads could do another. And that was all stuff that had already been written. What if we wrote stuff for ourselves? What if we commissioned people to write for us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you identify this, you identify this need or this thing that you want to do, and then you set out to do it. Right. Build the right. path. There are no limitations. And I think this is how the brass bands got started, Brian. Well, I was to keep everybody out of the pub. Actually, that's actually backwards. It was well, a way of getting everybody to the pub as soon as rehearsal is over. Yes, I was going to say that either backfired or was a covert scheme the whole time, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. The entire time. Yeah, I think that was obviously like, well, listen, how are we going to get everybody together? Oh, let's make a little band. Yeah. Well, we're not. What are they going to no do when rehearsal's over? Well, they got nowhere else to go. It's like we can't meet at the pub. We're never going to be allowed out to do that. Let's create a rehearsal. Yeah. That we have to go to first and then we're there yeah so this idea of coming up with you know you see a need for something this is how my the whole book thing got started for me right like i'm always looking for ways for students to be informed and tie in other stuff and there wasn't exactly what i what i wanted so i just started to write it so can you talk can it. you talk about the consistency you were doing with that bill because it was you were pretty daily in the groove I was writing that. Yeah. So I, I, other like real composers that I say, people that I talk to who are writing all the time and say, you know, like you have to write every day. You'll hear composers say this. Right. Like there's a time just like us practicing. Right. You have to sit down and write every day. Stephen there's, King says that about his about writing as an author. Sure. Sure. Jerry Seinfeld says the same thing about yep. comedy. Yep, mm. exactly. So what I did was just set out to write every day. And I just had a great oh, big right. bundle of blank manuscript. And I would sit down and, and mostly improvise and decide that I wanted something in a certain key. Or I, you know, and I was, again, tying it into what these single word ideas were. So you mess around on the horn. So just start playing. Write some stuff down. Uh, think about, okay, I'm going to write about the word strength. Well, what what key would I put that in? Or here's an idea to me that sounds strong. And then I just start improvising and then I'd start writing. And I would do that every day. And I would just putting myself through these mental exercises to try to bring it all together. Mm -hmm. And how much time did you set aside to do this each day? I mean, this was, I'm going to say at least an hour, hour and a half mm -hmm. in the evening. Now this is in addition to like, this would be me like before I'd go to bed. Cause I'm doing, maybe doing the thing in the morning. I have meetings. I got school. I'm teaching all day finish the day after dinner, you know, whenever late at night and just drop into the basement and just start writing. Right. And most of that was done late at night. And then t tell us about the, and about the writing, the poetry. Um, well, some of them, you know, some of them the words first music, second others, mm -hmm. you know, but the topic was there the entire time. Yeah. The image um, was there. What you wanted to convey was there. Yeah. And yep. so I kind of had it. It was just then a matter of organizing it you know, mm -hmm. but knowing that I needed to get to that goal. And initially, remember, I thought I had poetry from another source. That's right. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden I didn't. So now there was, well, you did, it was just prohibitive, prohibitively well, expensive. <laughs> could cost prohibitive. Yeah. But, but so then all of a sudden I was like, wow, now I have to come up with this. And you know, the definition of creativity is what a really great idea and almost enough time to get it done. I think <laughs> what it, what it is. Right. And, and, uh, and so that, that was the inspiration to keep that rolling and get that done. Yeah. Well, and let's, let's not ignore this podcast, which. Right. There, there are lots of trumpet podcasts out there that all have a similar formula of, Hey, I've got this thing. Let's invite somebody in and talk to them. And we said, no, 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 no. It's not the thing we're doing. That is no. right out. That's the equivalent of benchmarking. Right. What we did is saying, we've got this idea, and we're going to take this to England. We're going to go do this project, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And then what happened? Well, right. we can't. We can't do that we can't now. can't go to England, yeah. 
Well, so what are we going to do? We'll do this. Right. Right? Yeah. This yeah. is and These are things that did not exist before. Yeah. Right. And, we, and, and we've you, decided to go ahead and just do them anyway. And as we sit here tonight doing episode 77, right? There we go. Yeah. Like, and we, we've got our topics outlined and we know what we're going to do. We've set this goal in front of us. But this project uh, itself, as you're saying, Joey, is a, is a perfect example, right? And, and then within this project, all the little projects along the way, right? Every episode is a yeah. project. Every topic is a project. Right. As we move through it. Yeah. yeah. And, and we made a commitment and there's a consistency to it. Right. right. Really, right. And we get you, better at it. You've got to make the commitment to it. Yeah. 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 Well, we try. We're trying to get better at it. I mean, I don't, I don't listen to them, so I have no idea whether we're better at it or not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Probably> better. <laughs> Holy moly. It is probably better. Yeah. I'm hoping it's better. So if I were you, I'd feel the same way. Yeah. But it's, but, and you can do this with the smallest <laughs> part of your trumpet playing and thinking, all right, what's my biggest weakness as a trumpet player? And say, like, okay, you know, for example, multiple tonguing, no offense to you personally, Bill. <laughs> and then say, all right, now I want to learn to play the Artunian concerto. Right. Because if you can't multiple yeah. tongue, you can't play that concerto. Someone should learn to play it. Exactly. Right. So, so, so there you go. You know, there's a perfect example of you can do this within your playing at the smallest level saying, well, here's a weakness. So let's make a project that's going to force me to address it in a creative way rather than just saying, well, yeah, I have to practice double time. Tucka, 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 tucka. Oh, crap. No. And then you're just bored and you don't really want to do it. But if your idea is, I want to sound like Tim Fay Dockshits are playing the Artunian. Okay. Now we got something. Let's work towards that. And the being creative thing, it might be a brand new idea, but it might be this. It might be problem solving, right? Yeah. Like I, I would say like, you know, especially for our, our, our students who are music ed majors and they're going out and I'm saying the real definition of creativity for you is when you are not going to have enough time, not going to have enough money, not going to have enough students, right? <laughs> or whatever it is, but you still need to get it done. That's when you're going to be creative. When you have unlimited resources and unlimited time, well, you know, yeah, you can it's easy. a whole bunch of things to do. It really is. But the accomplishment of coming up with that, you know, doing this problem-solving thing, especially when it's against all odds, is incredibly rewarding. You just quote you know? a Phil Collins tune from the 80s? I think I did. <laughs> well, I quote a lot of that. things from the 80s because, yeah. well, I'm... That's a heat turned 40. <laughs> it's the last time you remember. <laughs> <laughs> the 1880s. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I like this... This idea is especially about spending time because that's the thing. You know, I, I we all know that if you really commit to something, it doesn't take that much time to fix something. So if it's not getting done, like what are you doing with that time? Because yeah. if you really are being productive or being creative about your time, you can accomplish a lot in a short period of time. Right. But, which is, again, why you want to make it something you want. You have to address it as something you want to do. Mm -hmm. Make a plan. And then even just chip away, and it it'll happen, right? So, do you do you guys have anything cooking right now? Anything in the back of your minds as a project you might like to do? And you don't want to give anything away because then someone will steal your idea. But if you had time, I've got some charts, yeah, in my head that I want to write for us as like Trump of Money. I've got some things right. more um, commercially oriented that we can do with just six of us because that's the box I like working in. Like, I don't want right. a rhythm section. I don't want extra stuff. I just want us. I've got some ideas that are rattling around that I just haven't haven't gotten to yet. I haven't gotten all the way to the place of like, okay, I need to get going. I'm still, they're rattling in my head, but they're there, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That, and I have at least four trumpet books in my head that I think just all I need is time and they're ready to go. And I really think they'd be kind of almost like reference books for trumpet players. One of those things where, you're not going to spend a ton of time in these every day, but hey, where is that? I need to just look in that book Joey put out, and that's in there. Like for four books? Fundamentals. Yeah, there are four of them in my head that I know. They're ready wow. to go. All I need is if I had unlimited time, I'd just be cranking right now on these. Right. So maybe this summer I'm hoping to at least get one of them done. But like essentially like some literally reference books for materials of like, where would you go to do this thing? Oh, yeah, Joey's book has that. It's kind of, you know, it's just like an encyclopedia of an encyclopedia of and just have them there. So you just had them to go to. I like it. Yeah. 
Those um, are kind of two things in my head. You didn't get Belk to edit those? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you got anything rattling around? I, I do. I'm 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 actually shockingly inspired to to play more. And uh and so I'm I'm actually thinking about doing a solo CD with the band. I love this idea. Yes. Um it it's going to be a while. Um it's going to a couple year project I think, but I've talked with Sal about it. He's he's game. Um and I think it could be cool. Here's why I like this idea. Mm -hmm. Then you'll actually be playing the solo part. <laughs> and now and then I'm okay and I'm okay with it. And you're okay with it. Right. right. Yeah. Now here's But the, if you're, you're playing the solo part and the person sitting in your part, that your chair has something that says solo cornet, that's out. I'm done. No, here's what you're gonna love. If he's playing the solo part, his chair goes empty while this is happening. Yes. Wait, no. Because he's yes. playing that part. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. what happens. Empty. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, now I'm furious. <laughs> that new I was I, I was gonna offer to, to come out and you. sit in his chair and do it. I want to <laughs> no, hear him just play. Goes empty. Yeah, no, the chair goes empty. <laughs> then doesn't that make wouldn't that make Paige top man? Because uh, you're not in the band at that moment. No, you're still the bumper. She's still bumper up. But then she's bumped up. She's top man. <laughs> no, the chair goes empty. Oh my god, this is infuriating. <laughs> yeah. So here's one for you. Uh, talking about being creatively productive. You remember, uh, Joey, a few years ago at uh, at ITG, you played with Earl Phillips' big band. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. So Earl actually teaches with my son, uh, Mitch, over at Cherokee High School. So Earl runs the big band there at Cherokee. He put a thing on Facebook a week or so ago. He's come up with this idea. It's a sight-reading system for rehearsal. Like, as everybody says, yeah, you got to have your band sight-read at every rehearsal, right? Well, instead of, like, fumbling around with all the charts and having all this stuff in the book and, like, all these extra things pulled out, he's gotten, he's written these 8-bar, eight, 12-bar eight bar segments that are a sight-reading exercise for the day for rehearsal. Oh, that's a great nice. idea. And the kids pull it up on the device. There's no paper Right. It just comes up on the phone or the device. You read it. You talk about it. You fix it. What are the challenges? What can we do here or there? Whatever. That's the sight reading exercise for the day. Shut the phone off. Read it. Then go into rehearsal and do your thing. Next That's day you've got another idea. one. Yeah. And so then, so he's got them locked and loaded so that you know this is the number that we're doing, right? Yeah, so oh, he's got them in. He doesn't have to write a new one every day. Right. No. He'll he'll probably write a whole bunch of them. You yeah. Know, just he to, arranges and does all that. Like you, it comes easy to me. He may just. Well, I don't know. Sits down and does a bunch. So yeah, I mean, it, as you know, like anyone that writes, it's like some days I, I will sit and write entire etude, you know, and then I won't really write anything worthwhile for the next three days. But you keep writing. But I just keep writing. Yep. Um, and so right now I have, you know, I've got a book two in the works, and I've got about twenty of the twenty-six etudes written. Yeah. And I've what? got about yeah, and I've got about ten of the poems written. I haven't seen. Have you seen these? I haven't seen any of them yet. No. In the past, I'm, you have shared etudes with us, and as I'll you were writing through, I'll, I'll share. I'll send. <laughs> I I'll see how this I'll is. I'll bring them. I'll just bring them. I see how it is. Wait, we looked at some of these during the retreat this summer. Yes, we oh, did. We did. Okay. I I played one of your your solos with a student, a couple of your etudes with a student. Yeah. Uh, last Friday, and we got to my note in it. It was the last note I think, and I was like. Oh, that's not the note I played for two months when I was working on these. <laughs> the manuscript didn't look like that to me. That close. <laughs> You're welcome. But, so I'm, but I'm on the fence. Do I do I charge ahead and get this book two thing done, or I've had some asks about the base clef version of my book? Oh, we got of the, get of on the that. first book. So base like, clef first. Yeah, probably do the base clef thing first, but then I'll just keep writing and get the other thing done. Fantastic. Um, but I like to do that. And I have, like Joey's got the books rattling around, I've got another couple of original trumpet ensemble pieces in Beautiful. my head. You know, we're going to read a new one this week, uh, or read a new one last week, I should say, by the time this comes out. That's right. Um, you know, but uh, I've got a couple more things going that I want to I want to get done. Christmas CD? Well, that's it's an a obvious given. one. That's yeah. a given. Come we're on. do that. An yeah, idea so whose time has passed. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, maybe... This is a way to think about or inspire people to do this. Like, if you if you wanted to come up with a project right now, what's important to you? What do you, yep. as Joey says, what do you want to do? What would it be? Write it down, and set set down some timelines for yourself and some goals to see if you can get it done. Yeah. Whether Absolutely. it's an ar arrangement for your band or a trumpet ensemble piece or a solo thing or maybe maybe a few etudes, whatever it yeah. happens to be. 
whatever you want to be doing. Put it yeah. in front of you and do it. Yeah. Uh, I love Brian's idea of a recording. I've, I've done that to myself several times now and said, no, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just, I'm going to do this CD. I'm going to make this recording. Yeah. You know. And it's going to involve some sacrifice. You know, you're going to have to jump out of your comfort zone, comfort zone to do anything worthwhile, right? You just can't just be flipping through your phone and going home and eating the same meal and turning on the dinner, turning on the TV and going to bed and awake and just sort of going through the motions to do something really special. You're going to have to commit to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth it. Totally oh, worth it. Goodness. Yeah. Totally worth it. But I think the whole message here is, is to do something. Like, <laughs> right? You know, contribute and do something and add something, and uh, and don't be afraid of it. You know, Absolutely. come up with a great original idea and just and just go for it. And go on it, yeah. All right, boys, that's some good information, and now it's time for no offense. Look, assuming that you will eventually get to it, yeah, not so much. Don't get me wrong; I'm a huge fan of procrastination. But <laughs> <laughs> we are all fans of that. Joey Bench. But eventually, you need to make a plan, set some deadlines, get it done. Yeah. If you're waiting around, if you're saying, "Well, yeah, next week, or when I when or next month," and well, then I'm going to. Nope. Sorry. No. You're the just, perfect it, time doesn't exist. It just yeah. doesn't. No. Do it now. If you're waiting until you're uh, until you're ready, then you're never going to do anything. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I am joking about the procrastination thing, of course, but I, I felt better about a reading poet, David White, refers to procrastination as a ripening. <laughs> it's a t nice. Right? I mean, and if you think about it, I mean, it's a great justification for it, but, you know, you, you do wait long enough on something until the idea is kind of really almost fully formed in your head. Like Joey's just saying, he's got four books rattling around in there. By the time you have time or make time to do that, that's probably going to go down pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm organizing them as we speak. Right. So that when, when I sit down, it's just going to be an outpouring. It's going to, you know, like I have them formatted and ready and when I'm ready to write. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that, that in that sense, you're not, I mean, you're not procrastinating, but that, that is a valuable time too. But you, what you've done, even though you aren't jumping right on it and, and done it is that you've set, you know what it is, you've set the goal and now everything is moving toward it. Yep. So no offense. If you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Definitely doing it wrong. And send us your projects. Tell us tell us what you're up to. Yeah. And if it's something that really catches on, we'll 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 promote it for you. Yeah. Right? Joey Joey will even edit it for you. <laughs> yes, he will. I will fix it for you. That is correct. <laughs> that's, that's What's your idea? Said. Stop talking. Here's what I'm you need to do to stop you talking, wanna do. Brian. Brian, just give me the chart. Just send, you know what, Brian, just send me the melody. You just send it to me. It's going to be fine. And it, it is great. You're welcome. It's one of my favorite things <laughs> on the album. I, I like the way we played it. Apples and lasagna. It's the Apples best chart and lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're not going to bring your cornet. Come on. I'm you're bringing, bringing your cornet. Yeah, he's bringing it. I'm you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, you did. You already brought your cornet. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> For sure. Well, boys, that should about do it for today. Listen, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors because time is running out. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.